First Contention fans, what's going on? Your boys are back on the mic once again, bringing you that soul for your ears. Marv Banks in the building with the main man, Ty Wolf. So, Cena, Ty, what's up? Citations, everybody. That's all you got for the fans? And we back. 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 We back. Yeah. Go ahead, Marv. Anyway. This ain't no end. <laughs> <laughs> That's more like the tie that we know. Shed, what's going on? What it do, people? Striving higher every day. Back in this podcast. It's been a minute. Yes, it's been a very, 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 very long time. Yeah, some of us like to act like the process of getting married is that time consuming. Am I right, Steve? Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> some people. Yeah. You know, I'm not, Anyways. I'm not tired. I feel wonderful. I feel great, too. I don't know what you guys talking about. Okay. Well, good to see you, Marvin. Uh, anyways, as I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted. Steve, you might be an expert in this area of expertise since you was you are the former college athlete. and D1, y'all. D1 college athlete. That subdivision nonsense. A three-star recruit coming out of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Coming out the L. I would have given you the half, Steve. I would have given you the half, Eddie. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, but I mean, we're really talking about locker room talk, Steve. I mean, what <clears throat> really goes on in the locker room, and what can and can't be said, and what should and shouldn't be said, and how does that translate into the real world? Because obviously, Mr. Donald Trump thinks Donald. that uh, you can say anything and everything, and don't uh, it doesn't come out to light. But he was falsely mistaken. It was just like, hey, this is just. Gatorade, locker room, water cooler talk, you mm. know? So, uh, Steve, what you think about that? Well, first of all, I mean, the whole notion of locker room talk, just to give everybody some perspective, I mean, when you're in a locker room full of so many people with different backgrounds, with different cultures, with different ideas, um, obviously, there's a lot of stuff that, that gets said, you know, especially when you're around each other so much, so much uh, of the year, you know, you get used to one another, you start cracking jokes on one another, you start saying stupid shit around another. I mean, in a locker room, obviously there's some stuff that that gets said that kind of crosses the line for some people, but hey, it's all fun and games. But at the end of the day, though, nobody is any anybody trying to say anything to kind of harm or even put harm onto others cuz with sports and, and in general, when you're talking about locker rooms, you're kind of the first thing you think about is sports. But with sports, what we do is we break down barriers and we, we work together and it's more about, you know, unifying different cultures, different backgrounds, different beliefs, and everybody's on the same accord to try to do something to, you know, kind of win. And, accord, you good know, word choice, good word you know, choice. And try to be, be together. So at the end of the day, yeah, we're talking, you know, to, you know, kind of push each other and, you know, you know just get to, to get to know each other. But like I say, we we don't want to dehumanize anybody. We don't want to you know try to say anything that will be uh you know uncancer to somebody. But Ooh, uncancer, go ahead, Steve. Impress them on the vocab, hey bro. But I mean, I ain't gonna sit here and say like everything is all squeaky clean either. Mm-hmm. I mean, because obviously, I come from locker rooms and we used to say stupid stuff all the time, you know and. Some guys be talking about girls they, you know, used to be with or they did something with or, you know, 
sometimes it, it, it gets a little crazy, but to be honest with you, I've never heard anything as, you know, demeaning as what, you know, Donald Trump was kind of spewing as far, in far as, you know, women, you can walk up to them and grab them by their... A blank! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Blank! <laughs> and I'm like, well, dude, that's basically like, you're saying you could just go up and rape somebody and just be fine with it. Like, Ooh. no, that, that ain't the case. And especially when you're an athlete, if you're in college, if you're in, you know, uh, pro sports, that's looked down upon heavily. Domestic violence against women, domestic abuse okay. against women. All right, all right, all right, Steve, we get it. We okay. get it. Right, we, we, we understand it, Steve. I think you a little bit, you went a little bit too on the left bit. field. I mean, you asked me a question, so I was trying to give you some perspective. Hey, I know, hey. 10 minutes later, you did. But uh, <laughs> We was in the locker room, too. We've been in locker rooms before. Yeah, I know. Go, we've, been go around, we've been around people that, uh, that like to talk about different things and everything like that. All my friends are saints. <laughs> she must be saint. My friends are saints too, mama. You raised a good boy. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Um, but here's the issue, though. I, is it that this is the kind of talk that goes into locker rooms, or is it the kind of talk that's just acceptable in a locker room? I don't know. I don't think it's acceptable when you're talking about basically raping somebody. No. I mean, but is this the kind of talk that goes into the locker room, though? Because, I mean, we've all been around... Machismo, you know, testosterone. You know, we've all been around machismo, yeah. and, you know... We might have I mean, elaborated on a story or two, or... You know what I'm saying? We might have said some things that might have been a little bit appropriate. Yeah, that's what, what I'm saying. saying. Like, people cross the line, but it's all fun and games, but at the same time, it's like... There's a line that you that you kind of told but you don't cross you know what I'm saying like you ain't gonna basically just say hey man we can walk up to these girls and grab them by the beep you know what I'm saying and just they ain't gonna do nothing cause like we football players just, it is what it is but isn't that the I mean isn't that kind of yeah not even a wow oh boy just kidding just kidding I was wow. joking but All isn't right. that I guess kind of with the culture that goes into someone with celebrity status I mean, we're looking at... The That's D- basically what he said, yeah. We're yeah. looking at the D-Rose case right now. And for Man. different things that's going on and different things Why? that's happening, because this has something to do with it, uh, allegedly, now, the woman is not filing charges. She's filing a civil suit against him because she thought that, uh, you know, he, he might have been... She might have been raped, so... Is this locker room talk per se? I guess I kind of lost my form when I was trying to get there. Yeah, yeah, I, I can tell. Everyone, we can all tell. We can all tell. Um, <clears throat> okay, so I'm gonna back it up a little bit, like just a little bit. Okay, first and foremost, to be honest, I know some people gonna hate, some people gonna tweet me. I personally didn't think it was that bad now when I say that everyone stay with me stay with me I say that because yeah you're gonna have to explain Donald Trump's filter is so awful that whatever he says it's like it's like you're expecting him to just say something off the cuff and just really really just terrible like really really awful terrible 
Now, while those was terrible, it could be so much worse. So I, I thought like the video was like of him grabbing someone or him like just belligerently. You know, I didn't know he just said it once. You know, he said it. Now, doesn't change the fact that this is someone who's supposed to represent your country as a president, which is why this is an issue. Because again, man, if if we had Obama talk about eight this. years ago, not even this. If we had Obama swearing, it would have been everywhere. It would be like, see, he cannot yeah. rep- again. He cannot be the president. Long story short. I don't know what much, uh, what else do you have to do to prove that you're you're not right for a certain office, that you you don't uphold certain values, um, your your values on family, your values on women. Like look at the way Obama treats his wife, no scandals, kids out here going to Harvard, and um, you know just you know I'm, I'm gonna say it, that black text. But when you come when you come back to the locker room, I mean we're not not to this level. But this kind of talk does happen. I read a nice article from Chris Cluey. You know, he's, he's you know former punter for the Vikings, um, an activist, you know, socially. And he was talking about how disgusting this was. And it is disgusting. He said, we talked about our families. We talked about where it was from, what we ate. I mean, you ain't never, you know, with your boys talk about, oh, dang, she looks good, man. Like, I would love to, you know, talk to yeah. her, take her out to eat. Now, yeah. I'm not saying, now. Trump crossed the line. That's what I'm saying. That's he, did, he did cross the line. I'm just saying, man, I thought it was like something just... Nah, man. It, it, it's, a, it's a difference because basically what he was saying, like, because I got this status, I can do mm-hmm. whatever I want to a woman because they just pretty much like an object. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference in, in, the, in the fact that, you know, with the players, <laughs> and yeah, we talk, we brag about, yeah, she looked good. I talked to her. You know what I'm saying? I did this to, to her or whatnot and just try to brag to the fellas. You know, that happens. But you don't hear a fella say, hey, man, we can go talk to these girls and we can do whatever we want to them tonight. Mm-hmm. And they only blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that, that that's what that's the type of stuff to get get you in trouble with. Mm-hmm. But he, so, and, and, it's, this might sound bad, but we've all been in situations <clears throat> where we've seen people go to the girl that might have a little bit too many drinks. Or talk to a girl that's been like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, she talking to everybody. She might look a little bit easy. No. True. We've all... It's not true. Speak for yourself. Man, we've all seen that. I mean, we've oh, all seen, seen it. Yeah, oh, I've seen I'm it. I've seen it. been involved, but we've all seen that, though. You know? So, I mean, is this out of the norm? Is what I'm really trying to get at. Is it out of the norm? Yeah. It's not out of the norm for a conversation about, you know sexuality with women no you know what I'm saying like but like what I'm trying to get apart I mean get across is like Trump was within the line as far as like what conversations go on in in a locker room but to a certain extent he crossed the line Mm -hmm. by basically saying I'm gonna do whatever I want because I am who I am they gonna like me whether they like it or not you know what I'm saying that's how it kind of felt like and then for him to kind of put it all on the locker room and just kind of yeah. be like, well, this is this is why I said it. it's locker room talking. We talk about this stuff all the time. It's kind of like a cop out. and It makes yeah. everybody else kind of be in that same bubble where it's like, dude, not everybody talk about this. And that now you're making it seem like we just some bad dudes uh-huh. behind the scenes. So everybody thinking like this. And I'm going to say this also has shades of Donald Sterling. Again, like First Amendment to a certain extent. You're on your own. Like... You like to think everything you say doesn't come out. Now, I'm not saying that what you say is okay. Like we said, does it kind of happen around? Yeah. Does that mean it's okay? No. Um, you know, for the way certain men talk about women, it, it, it should be, it shouldn't be tolerated. It, it needs to be cleaned up. It really needs to start 
you know, with, with us. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, he's on his little bus. It, it's But again, the only reason I say that this is such a big deal is because, again, he's this man is running, running for, for presidency. presidency. Right. And so we're talking about an office where you should have the, the most squeaky clean record and, you know, like we're, we're trying to, they're out here looking for birth certificates of people we want to see your taxes we want you to represent us well and i just feel like again <clears throat> a, this is just another it's just another blow it's another here. another blow yeah. to to but again here he's still here and we've seen a bunch of blows along his campaign trail and it hasn't necessarily deterred him or or stopped the support i don't i don't understand how people support him at this point because we he's showing us his true colors i mean for sure like for sure it's coming out to light but to be honest with you, he's already been saying some of this stuff mm-hmm. anyway. He, he thinks of women as objects. You know, he thinks, you know, all Hispanics are, you know, just bad people. He thinks Muslims are, are terrorists. I mean, he thinks African Americans are just in the worst era of our lives right now. So it's like, I mean, what what else what else do you want this man to say for you to really just kind of believe, like, this dude just doesn't 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 have it doesn't need to be a leader of our country because obviously he doesn't even respect people outside of himself very true uh very true on that on that aspect but i mean let's bring it back to to sports i mean this really talks about this really talks about leadership Mm -hmm. um and talks about the type of leaders that you want to surround yourself by so as we progress forward uh, what do you think the outcomes of something like this have said? Because LeBron has came out and said some things against Trump, but you also see someone like Brady that endorses Trump mm. as well. So, yeah. I mean, what does this say about you know your leaders that either are one side or another side uh, with someone like Trump? Well, this is the, the difficult part as far as 2016 right now. I mean, because obviously things are different because of this whole presidential you know race right now and when people are on different sides of the, of the spectrum usually in the locker room nobody cares nobody really judges you off your your, your views or your political as, aspirations or your background it's more so like okay cool you come from a different perspective I do too let's let's get to know each other alright let's go out here let's go battle you let's know what I'm saying let's go win some games but now it's more so just like becoming more and more of a, a, a social atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's aware of what's going on around them. And they're trying to look at people. And to be honest with you, it sucks. But people are looking at each other and they're judging you based upon, you know, which direction you kind of go. And at this point, it's I think it's getting scary as far as in the NFL because maybe guys are having conversations and like, oh, well, you believe in Trump. Well, I know what you stand for now. And they kind of like, you know, lose a little friendship there, which sucks. But it's like, it's the reality of the situation right now. Yep. Could you blame somebody that was, that is endorsing Trump and you look at him a little bit differently though? Could, it, could I blame her from looking at him differently? Or even looking at him differently or, you know, just changing their views automatically? No, I can't. I mean... Honestly, I've even gone through the same thing. Like, some of my friends that I've I've known and I see them kind of support Trump, yeah, I look at them a lot differently. Um, And that's kind of hard for me because, I I mean, I don't really care what you think about how you 
how you feel, but at the same time, like this just kind of feels different. It's because of what's going on in our country, um, and like people are reacting. I mean, it's a lot of reaction from a lot of the trauma that we see, and then mm-hmm. you know people get frustrated. And I was one of the first pers- one of the people to get frustrated when I see, well, how can you believe in something like this? Like, if you're a person that really just is compassionate about people. You can't be following this guy. That's that's kind of how my mindset was, you know, thinking. And that's probably how a lot of people think about the situation, too. And I don't want to judge anybody for, you know what I'm saying, what they believe in. But I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a hard thing I, to talk I about. I feel you. I mean, because you see someone, honestly, it's like a, it's a scare tactic. It, it's fear. It's, it's what it lives by. But it's crazy, man. Like, I don't watch the news as much. You turn it on, and it's like this is happening, people, we're going to die, this is happening, oh my God, you know, and, and, but, it, back to him specifically and his views on certain, certain people, so, while you don't want to generalize, you know, you don't want to say everyone who supports Trump is anti this, right. anti that, right. you know, and all that, but it's like, how can you align yourself with someone who is, you know, like, you can't be, you know, while it may be extreme for some people to think that Trump compares to Hitler for his his angst against a certain type of people, if you saw someone who aligned themselves with Hitler, there's no way for you to be like, oh well, you know, but you're still you're still cool, you know, you know. So again, you no, know, maybe it's very extreme comparison. I'm just saying, because um, at the same time, like while we just recently mourned the loss of uh, Muhammad Ali, uh, we we everyone mourned the loss of Jose Fernandez as well, and and how did he get here, you know? So, so like you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't be like, oh True. yeah, we we cannot have. You know these people from from below the border coming in here and doing all this thing, these things, and then Jose Fernandez dies. You're like, oh my gosh, he was such a good person. Right. This is so terrible. What what a bad loss for 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 the Marlin. You know, like so. If we, if we're really gonna be about people, if if these people are really important, if these people really matter, let, let's not only do it when it's when it's convenient. I agree. Totally agree. Totally agree. Well. I think this wraps up a, another episode of the Final Word Podcast. Make sure you check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes. Listen to us. Subscribe to the podcast. Yeah, man. We on YouTube. We on the Twitter. We on the Facebook. Wait, we forgot to point out one funny thing about this situation. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, go ahead. I mean, because <laughs> we talk about locker room talk. I mean, if you really want to go there. In this type of situation, it sounds very, very similar. It sounds very, very similar to a, a situation that kind of happened, at in, West? Uh, you know, the West, the West Coast oh, this yeah. past year. You know, oh, when yeah. you're sitting there having a conversation with somebody and you get a little crazy and just start talking crazy, you, you ain't expecting that person to out hey, you. Hey, it's 2016, B. Pew out here on their phones. This was uh, 2005, <laughs> though. <laughs> Yeah, he on, a, he on a bus just talking crap, and then hey, there you go, somebody taking this as an opportunity to to gain. What you saying? You saying it's a little uh, D'Angelo Russellist? <laughs> yeah, there, there it is. There it is. <laughs> yep, it, it is. It's a it's a little bit D'Angelo Russellist. Yeah, but uh, what's done in the dark comes in the light, though. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, bright light of a cell phone camera. But, but yeah, uh, um, <laughs> hey, but we, like, okay, I mean, I think it is going to have to start with, with men, and this is like, an insti- this is like an institutional thing, and those things take forever to change, like, 
the way men in general, again, not all of them, but enough of them, that's why, you know, the cat calling all this stuff, it, it, a change has, has to happen. It's, that, that's why Trump was yeah. so quick to say locker room talk. <laughs> Very yeah, quick. Yeah, throw it on everybody else. Yeah, you know. that's why it was such an easy cop out. Cause like, I mean, it's how men talk. Really. Like, I'm not. I'm not taking accountability for my actions. I'm gonna throw it on everybody else. Yeah, we talk about this together. Yeah, he definitely was not trying to take accountability for. But yeah, that's all I had. You know, you know. Right. Be the change you want to see in the world and all that. Even though Gandhi was racist, I guess so. Whatever. <laughs> wow! Wow! Well, this will probably be our last episode of Final World. It is. He was man. It hurts my soul. Think about it. If you telling people be the change you want to see in the world, what if what you want in the world is what Trump wants? And you so you're saying being the change that that is anger and and separates people and you know. So when you think about it, that quote's not really all that deep. Mm. This wraps up another episode of Final Spoken World Podcast. Word. And uh, we'll see you next time where we're not banned from the airwaves. Poetry. Like, imagine if Gandhi said that to Stinkmeter. Thank you, Colonel Stinkmeter. Guys. Be the change and you want to see in the world. That is it. Poetry. Good night. Stinkmeter don't like nobody, bro. <laughs> <laughs>